This is the Howard's Way podcast from Antique Dust. So, the story so far. Tom has, has lost his job at Southern Aviation. He's bought a, a boatyard, which his wife, Jan, is not very happy about. He's sold the Flying Fish, which is the family yacht, which has upset Lynn, um, who is now cruising around looking for, a, for someone else with a yacht. Avril, the Jack Jack's uh, daughter, has brokered a deal to sell the Flying Fish. And it's all coming apart. Anyway, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay! So, we are following the trials and tribulations of the gorgeous, gorgeous Howard family in the yachty drama Howard's Way! Episode 6, Series 1 of Howard's Way, first broadcast on the 6th of October on Sunday. And everyone was clamming around their uh, television sets, even the ones with doors and everything. So, um, what did you think of this episode? This was a very enjoyable episode. Yep. Last last week's one was all very, very character-driven with plots and blah, 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 blah. And this one just really took it that next stage further. Jack, last week's episode, was drunk driving, has driven his uh, his his car off the off the road because he was avoiding a hedgehog. Did, did we did we establish is it a Granada or is it? I'm a, not sure. It was it was a brown a estate Sierra. with lots of rust. It was held together with rust and and blue tack. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was a Ford. It was a Ford of some description, but it was rather ugly. Um, so Jack wakes up. Um, well, no, actually, he's in his he's in the sofa bed at Kate's in the living room and Kate has come come clean after she's moment she's twigged that uh Jack is the p- partner of the mermaid boatyard that her lovely lovely son-in-law Tom uh has bought into she comes clean after Jack goes full th- throttle about being used and usurped and everything yeah so she 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 tells she tells Jack that that his horrible his horrible partner, partner. And, and his um is it is her his her, her, evil daughter actually yeah. he's very she's very familiar with at least one of them <laughs> and Jack is thunderstruck yes and then they have then they have celebratory sherry and have have sandwiches at two o'clock in the morning yes so that's what we find out that's what we find out yes after Jan goes around and has crudite and a glass of wine. What just crudities with her mother? <laughs> crudities, bumped it really. Marvelous. <laughs> so, Wine and crudities in the afternoon. The next scene we get to is at the actual. Mer- oh no, we actually have another scene with Abby. Abby's trudging 
to Southampton. She's not exactly going very far. Abby's run off from home. She's run away from home. She's a bit old for that, really, but she's run away from home. 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 She's been to finishing school. So rather than actually phone a taxi or even a minicab, I'm sure they had Datsun cherries with minicabs. So she trudges to the the garage. The garage for Leo to to write a letter to Leo. The shut garage. But her handwriting, if you're going for finishing school, her handwriting when she scrawled on that envelope looked like... It, it looked like someone had been let loose on the crayons for the first time at preschool. <laughs> it was like, Leo. Well, it was probably a stunt double. <laughs> stunt double. Stunt double handwriting. That. Yeah. <laughs> so she's written a, a little note to Leo. So, to in say, crayon. In crayon to say goodbye. And then she goes off uh, to hitchhike. She hit, yeah, she hitches a lift with a... A trucker. A trucker. Who, who, I mean, it's really weird. He said, well, where are you going, love? I said, I'll go to Southampton. And he gives us some sort of A to Z of sort of hard yeah. shoulders and sort of yeah. like dual carriageways. I mean, yeah. that, that was my, a little bit too much. My, my grass of geography is flimsy at the better times, so that 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 perplexed me a little but there was, bit. And there was absolutely no need for it. He said, OK, love, bob in. I'm, I'm heading that way. I can drop you off at the junction. Rather than, oh, well, I'm going to the A number this way, going down the hard shoulder here and avoiding... Blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the hell? Was that someone just trying to really big up their part? Apparently, when we watched it the last time round, there was another Howard's Way fan, and she knew the lorry driver, the, the van driver, because apparently the van driver had the van and was to, to get in the show he'd rented the van for another job and they'd used the van driver to do the pickup so he got a little bit of a scripty bit in it he was the van driver i can't remember was i can't remember the van driver well the van driver was the one that gave the full bloody directions of the a to z to get into southampton oh right? you're talking about this episode yeah this episode oh, yeah. Right, sorry i thought we, you were when, talking when about we watched it episode. when we watched it previously i was discussed it with another howard's way oh, fan and she but there's knew, another howard's way fan there's lots of howard's way fans oh, I, crikey we just explode over social media oh, on a speak, sunday 8 p.m when we're doing a tweet along hashtag, hashtag howard's way mm. <laughs> not uh, to be confused with the football lot but in case got... in case you didn't get that that was hashtag <laughs> howard's, howard's way. way only on twitter though only yeah, twitter. Only twitter. yeah only twitter. Only twitter. we don't do it on instagram i mean instagram's lovely but yeah. no but it's not really built for it's not built for tweet along for tweet along because it's or twi- gra- tweet alongs are on twitter aren't it'd they? be a gram along or something wouldn't it oh yeah we probably have to do something in the story. I'm, I get really perplexed with social media. It really, I mean, it was so much know, easier in the it's... 80s. You didn't have anything. You had a pen friend. You had the puffing club yeah. uh, where you had a magazine that came through or your girl guides or your scout yeah. week, scout monthly. Yeah, back in through. the 80s, we would actually be doing a... a... Uh, a, a sort of a, be a, a fanzine, be a, fan, <laughs> a fanzine. A fanzine. We'd be at the we'd be at the the library every week. Use hogging the photocopier. Oh, yeah, or one of the what's that one which with the circular disc thing which you oh, like Gestetner. <laughs> yeah, Gestetner. Yeah. And then only after you'd printed off like 120, you'd realise there was three spelling errors and yeah, the punctuation but then, error. <laughs> but you just had to roll with it. <laughs> That's how we rolled in those days. <laughs> I I much prefer nowadays with the podcast. We just sit down with a glass of gin, uh, with some tonic in actually, uh, and uh, and a nice wax glass li- of homemade gin. No, and wax lyrically. Wax lyrically about, about Howard's way because well, not very way. lyrical really. Oh, Howard's way is life. It is yeah, just. But we don't wax lyrically. We do. But anyway, we this episode. Um, Avril, where, where are we? Avril goes and picks up. Um, Jack from Kate's after she gets dragged out of the Mermaid Yard to go and collect him 
though she's not very happy about that but she does have a golf convertible so she was the poster child for golf convertibles i think we just we touched on this last week didn't we with regards to the cars well, we, we we wondered last week we we, we, we speculated did whether, she have a golf convertible? whether she was a golf driver i'm gonna say golfer but that's no uh, no yeah i can't see in a plus fours no um no but she is she is i really really, you know when i was a child i always really wanted a golf convertible i really 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 wanted one and uh because i i I think there's something really quite lovely about the shape of the golf convertible you're talking about 1980s 1980s ones yeah the boxy ones uh, Avril's, Avril's one. Avril's one. one yeah. yeah. I really, really wanted one of them, but I got an XR3i Cabriolet instead. That was okay until I rolled yeah. it. Yeah. I was. Were you avoiding a hedgehog? Uh, I was avoiding a tractor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tractors are rather easier to see from a from a distance. No, it pulled out, and I swerved to avoid it, and then we hit the uh, a wall. You know, it's in it was in Wales, Betsy Coid. That's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but we're in Betsy Coid. And um, apologies to apologies our, our, Welsh to our, our, our Welsh listeners. Uh, you're on lockdown. You've got nothing else to do. Just, one, just, just roll one. with it, love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. After hitting a wall. <laughs> so it's one of these unmade walls. Oh, one of these one these walls that haven't got any mortar on. And dry I stoned. Mm, yeah, it was mainly all down the embankment after I'd gone through it. But sure the car, the car hit hit it at a strange angle, and then it rolled. Uh, yeah, that, uh, was, that was the end of that. Then I got, then I got were a you devastated. I really was, but I mean, it was really quite. It was, it was weird because it all felt like it was in slow motion. There's four of us in the car, and the roof was down, but we all had seatbelts on because I was. I was the poster child. I listened to those adverts. You know the ones clunk click, the clunk click with Jimmy Savile. Was it Jimmy Savile? But those those adverts as a child really terrified. Really, sort of a, lots of kids are having a great fun with a frisbee, and then one of them gets fried in a pylon or something, uh, <laughs> so, or playing on a farmyard and then gets run over by a tractor. They were really, really they they really well. They were meant to be. They were meant to scare the. They were. The, they they scared the, the bejesus. Sorry, the whole the, the whole range of seventies fashions with cool droid flares and big wide shirts. But I mean, it was a much. I felt a lot safer with Charlie says. Charlie says. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. clunk click every trip. That was Jimmy Savile. Was it? So <gasps> he was keen on strapping, strapping, <laughs> you, strapping you into. Sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have had a glass of gin. Speaking of a gin, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that we'll move gin, on. Gin came down Jonathan's nose just then. It was most. Most attractive. Most attractive. It was very and Howard's he, way he, on a yacht in, in, he, in, a, in a hurricane. Yeah. And he calls me quirky. <laughs> you are quirky, sweetie. Oh. He really does like being called quirky. I only found this out yesterday because we were having a conversation while watching something on Netflix. And I said, oh, yeah, well, I quite, uh, that's what attracted me because you're like quirky. And I think I think Rob has been sort of, sort of cultivating trying to be quirky all his life, but it just comes naturally. <laughs> I just, <laughs> na- I just have natural quirks. You have natural quirkiness, sweetie. Right. Okay. I'm just generic. <laughs> I was a Canada knitwear model. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Way at, least back I, at least that's something to add to my CV. Quirky. Quirky. Well, that's what thinks I'm quirky. So quirky. anyway, so we've got Avril. With this, has got her her golf cabrio, which does look very nice. She doesn't. She looks. She was really really grumpy. 
Wasn't she? Oh, wouldn't you be grumpy? She was. I mean, she's normally incredibly civil because Kate was there sort of giving a sort of wagging a finger and saying, yeah. well, you know, you shouldn't drink too much. Blah, 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 blah. Is it just me or or, or is Kate so far like I've been a little bit annoying? I like Kate. I know you like Kate. I, but, I, I, I think But Kate's... she's a bit, she's a bit, I don't know. What? School marmish. That's, that's what I love about her. I think she's brilliant. Yeah, she's full of advice that backfires horribly and then works the finger but i mean she's the voice of reason i i I think kate is fabulous well she could be the voice of the beehive for all i care she's still a bit i know i i I, waggy finger kate can't do any wrong i mean she's 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 just that delightful she's not eccentric but she's that traditional style of lady and she's a lady I mean, she's she's got the whole value system right, but she's also quite modern as well. Oh, I feel I need to burst into a Tom Jones song there. <laughs> she's a lady. <laughs> no, but I I really really love Kate. I think Kate's lovely, and I think I mean, apparently she reminds me a little bit of my grandmother. Oh, I see. So maybe that's what. And it my, is. my in fairness, my grandmother she she was she was a very, she was a professional lady. So she she worked. She was uh, she was widowed from her first husband, and she married um, her boss, who was eighteen years senior. And that's my grandfather, who was lovely. But she worked all her life, um, and she had senior positions of in power and authority, and she was no nonsense. But she was also very very cautious. I was, and I think I've taken that element. Although I can be quite rambunctious in some things. Be rambunctious. I, I can be very rambunctious in some mm. things. However, I I'm, I, so I always err on the side of of sort of caution. Yeah. Not when it comes to buying property off eBay. No, we don't. You talk throw about caution. It. I've to only the bought wind. one house on eBay, and it yes. was in Germany, and it wasn't hugely expensive. It wasn't listeners. It was a 18, 18th century farmhouse. But we got our money back well, I anyway. Think it was a, <laughs> so we won't yeah, go into I th- that. I think it was an 18th century pile of rubble. <laughs> well, no, it had a roof and it had electricity and plumbing. Yes. Unfortunately, the, the electricity and the plumbing were all kind of mixed up together. So it wasn't all that <laughs> we safe. We won't go there. Well, <laughs> anyway, let's not... <laughs> Let's not open that that, yeah. that wound. <laughs> that little wound. That little it was only wound. one time, and at least I had I didn't buy for the boat because I did actually. Listeners, I was flicking through eBay looking at yachts. Is this recently? Yeah. Oh god. I know, and I, I actually discovered the yacht style that the flying fish was. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very tempted. Mm-hmm. I was very tempted. Yeah. It's now off eBay. It hasn't sold. It's off. So I have. I have sort of saved it. We're not in a position to buy a yacht at the moment. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not in a position to buy a yacht now or at any point in However, the foreseeable we did, we, future. On this episode, we do see some yachty action, which is lovely. We do. And it was. And that 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 really, really is like, makes me hanker after having a yacht. I don't want to, I don't want to do the roughy-tufty yachting. I just want to do the floating around with gin. We've got gin at the moment, but we're not floating around. Well, if we did, we'd have a very bad side issue um so anyway so or you left the tap running <laughs> needs a new washer um so so, so we've got avril rescuing well, her av- father av- from av- kate's clutches from kate's clutches um then um and they have a rather tense conversation, conversation on um, the journey back. also it uh, tom is trying to 
sort of like swing his authority at the mermaid yard. Yes, with Bill. he's 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 spring spring up the walls of the mermaid yard. Mm. So Bill's Bill's been quote been measuring up a boat to be done. It's and coming for repairs. It's coming for repairs. Tom then get, get, get does the quote, yeah, and Bill Jack, says Jack, Jack always does Jack the quotes. does the quotes, but Jack's not here, and so basically but Tom does. So the Tom quote. does it, and Jack comes in and he's like hits the roof that he's on the quote, and Tom's saying, "Oh, the boat's only worth two hundred pounds and two hundred pound brand new." And then Jack goes into because Jack then shows his his knowledge and superiority because it's a very limited edition boat, and what he's been quoted is like nineteen twenties, and there was only three made. Blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. blah. And basically, what the quote that Tom has given is six hundred pounds, which should be nine hundred pounds, which we could have bought a semi-detached in Berry or something. Thanks probably still good but um <laughs> apologies to listeners who, <laughs> maybe in rochdale north, in the uh, north. <laughs> it must be terrible for you <laughs> so um so so basically tom actually apologizes which was, does which without really hesitation but that's a hesitation and he said and jack then has a has a conversation in later in the episode that he wouldn't mind stepping out with um, with Kate, and and Tom says something really really quite lovely in the respect that we may have our disagreements in the yard, but I still like you as a person. In th- those two things are very separate. We may have disagreements, and I think that sort of rests sort of Jack's anxieties because I think he's obviously quite anxious because most of it sounds like things most things that have happened in the yard have happened where people have invested money and then just walked away sort of thing. Where, After Jack spent it all. Well, and and then Tom is... He's not going to do that. Tom's treating his job. He's got his desk and he's got his crayons out and he's doing some yeah. designing. Yachty designing things. So then we have another scene, which I love Ken Masters dearly. I think Ken Masters is just fabulous as a character. Well, however, in this episode... However, in this episode... We get a side. There was a little bit of a tarnish with a little bit, a of little a bit of a tarnish on this one because um, we've seen. Say so we Dawn is is is, is nagging because she's a bit naggy, page three girly style, um, and he says you're out, go out, and and she's there say trying to wax authoritatively at him saying, well I've got rights as common law, and he said you've been in for six weeks. That's not common law. Um, and offering to pay her off and go away. And he he's a bit roughly toughly. He it's not hits her, but he holds her up. Well, he sort of holds her a chin. Yeah, he's... not a throat, but it was a chin. And it, and it that I if I was going to block that scene out, I wouldn't have had that because I don't think that Ken Ken can Ken can be like from the wrong side. He is a wrong from the wrong side of the track sort of thing. Is like rough boy done good, but I don't think his character is that. So you don't think he would hit a woman? No, I don't. And I know that sounds really weird, but I, I don't know what direction Stephen Yardley, who played Ken Masters, was getting there because he, I, I, I don't think it it correlates with the rest of his character. Well, Interestingly enough, it just occurred to me that. I'd probably have to check, and I might be wrong, but I think this is the first episode 
that hasn't been written by Jill Hyams. Right. So there might be something in... Yeah, in, there might be something that. in that. Because I, the dialogue is fine, um, but I think the execution and the direction of that element of it, because it really comes across as a really nasty piece of work. And, and say, hitting a woman or hitting anyone isn't an acceptable thing. And... Dawn, yes, can be an she is she she is a slight annoyance. She's treated herself like a commodity, and she's sort of on the verge of being traded in. But I really like the Dawn character. I think she could go so far because which we see later on in this episode. Um, but I don't like what Ken Masters did because it really does. If I didn't know how the whole thing does, I'd be like, oh, gosh, no. No, I sw- completely switched off about that. Um, because he's so different with Jan. But I know maybe that's because they're trying to set I'm show. I'm sure that- he was different with Dawn when they first yeah. got um, together. But, I mean, I, I, I feel maybe it was that was done maybe to make think think like what maybe Jan's in jeopardy because Tom is so lovely and gorgeous and lovely, lovely, lovely. And Jan's just being a bit problematic and sort of, is being slightly wooed by Ken Masters. And in fairness, so that tangoing last last week's episode was fabulous. Strangely enough, listeners, um, I did actually message um, Jan Harvey and she did respond um, because she said she was in hysterics when she filmed this because she found it so ridiculous and so funny. And Stephen, uh, who is her husband, who plays Ken Masters, um in the show uh was keeping a very straight face and she really couldn't keep a straight face this is why on the clip if you go on our youtube thing i've done a little clip and she she is you can see there's just hilarity for that scene it is a bit of a bonkers scene but well it comes completely out of nowhere it does come out of nowhere i mean i want to go to casper's I want to have a prawn cocktail and Casper's. That sounds it. With one lonely prawn. With one lonely, one lonely prawn. Then we can tango on the dance floor next to some OAPs in some Wincyette. <laughs> yeah, you can pull, zip up your cocktail slacks and, and get frigging. I know, get jiggy. We've got to be careful, though. The, the, the polycotton mix might set fire to yeah. like, it'd be like fire on the dance floor. Yeah, like Sophia you, Lispector. You don't, you, don't, <laughs> you don't want your thighs to. My yes, thighs to ignite. Sorry, sweetie, I have actually lost weight in lockdown. <laughs> I put a little bit on recently. Now I've gone back to work. Ugh. No, but hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll live with that. Gin's very low in calories, though. <laughs> so, it's marvelous. So, um, so we seem to have ambled off all over the place on this episode. Yes. Sorry, listeners, so, but I'm so sure you're wildly entertained. So let's get let's get back on track. So we've got Avril and Jack. Avril and Jack. They, they have a tense conversation in the car. They they end up at the gar the garage. And, the, and and where Avril asks Leo, could you go and collect Dad's car, which is in a ditch because yeah. he avoided a hedgehog. And I was thinking, how is he going to pull it out of the with, ditch with, with a moped? Yeah, which, it turns which, out which, that there's which, a there's a rescue. It's a Honda. It's probably a Honda fifty cc. It's not a moped. It's a it's a proper bike ish. But I was saying, yeah, even I thought, well, how's he going to do that? Is he just, he's only going to be 18, 19. Is he going to, like, push it out and push it all the way back to Tarrant? Uh, but no. But there's a policeman sniffing around. There's a policeman sniffing around, which I noticed the policeman is a, it's a motorcycle policeman. And <laughs> what is police outfit? It, it, it obviously didn't spend much on the wardrobe. 
because it wasn't very good. And also, if you look at the uh, the police bike, they missed the E off police. Did they? <laughs> so it wasn't on film. I wasn't on film. I didn't see the E well, on the to, police. Because we'll have to watch it again and, and check that out. <laughs> well, we have, well, we'll we'll be tweeting along about this tomorrow. Well, we we we, we record this episode a day before we do the tweet along, so it's not a live performance because we're probably honestly you just spoil. I'm spoiling. Am I spoiling the illusion you spoil for everybody? The magic. Oh no! Spoil the magic. <laughs> so, so anyway, Leo apparently has been has, has been promoted from uh, petrol pump attendant um, to running the shop to and driving uh, the, to, to driving the the, 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 the truck rescue with the truck. winch on the back. So that's really good. So he's 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 working his way up the ranks of the petrol yeah. petrol pump thing. At this rate, he'll be. Ken Masters deputy. So, so Leo goes. Leo arranges to go around with some some wallpaper samples and some paint samples to Avril's that evening, and um, then we see a scene with Lynn, who's going, or who's been, who's been smacked on the ass by Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, and invited out sailing with his. With three other chums, yeah, because she was busy with her pledge. She was, yeah. Well, she can't serve beer, and, and, she, and she, she's she not very, she's not very good at dusting or cleaning. No. Alright, good job. She looks very sexy, and very attractive, because she's yeah. she's not she's, much good on manual. She's not going to trade trade on her um on her cleaning skills. Is <laughs> no, she? not at all. But anyway, she's wearing, wearing sort of the equivalent of like white hot pants, which I think, in fairness, in episode in series three. I'm sure that Leo had those same shorts because that was when Leo was looking really hot with all the. So were the hat. unisex shorts? There must be unisex because I mean, but Leo looked really good in them. But then again, Lynn looked amazing. But then again, they are brother and sister. So, uh, so she goes off and she's pretty much doing most of the sailing. Yes, yeah, so and they're all sitting around looking at watching, watching her, so which you, I find you, rather she, rather she, uncomfortable. She she she's looking. Looking super, super attractive. With her legs akimbo. Legs akimbo, stretching out, pulling ropes and everything. And you've got two blokes looking at her. And then you've got a woman a woman with a cardigan. Oh, no, with a knitted jumper. Knitted jumper. Um, uh, so watching her, it's like, mm, okay. Something the hockey slightly like peculiar that. about that. <laughs> There's a about hockey that mistress like that at school, which did that with the girls, off, which is all a bit worrying. Off out in the Mickey Mouse. That is such a bloody awful name for a boat. You'd want to change that completely. I mean, sorry. Oh, sorry, listeners. You can tell Jonas has had a had a had a gin because he's getting very no. I mean, sorry. Vocal and opinionated. Who would name their their yacht bloody Mickey Mouse? I mean, Walt that is Disney so... would. Yes, but Walt Disney lived in Palm Springs, which is landlocked, um, and I don't think he could sail. I'm sure he could get the bus to the coast. <laughs> but no, you don't call it. I mean, the flying fish is an amazing name for a boat. I want, I want the flying fish. Yeah. That's my current whim at the moment. So, unfortunately, I'd always be tempted to refer to it as a frying fish. Frying fish. No, it's our chippy tea tonight. So that's Ooh, what I'm thinking. Oh yes, about. chippy tea tonight. Marvelous. We did. We've moved chippy tea from Fridays to Saturdays. Yeah. Just in you don't case need to know any interested. of this. <laughs> you don't need to know any of this. Our, our domestic arrangements are of no interest. So Whatsoever. Lynn has a jolly, jolly time sailing on the flying fish. And no, he did not, look. And he not looked, the flying not fish, the, flying the fish, Mickey the, Mouse. 
Mickey Mouse, which is a freaking awful name for a boat. So anyway, she has a lovely, lovely time. She leaves them to go and tidy up the boat and put the rigging down and what have you. And then sort of, uh, he says, all right, okay, we'll maybe go out again tomorrow. Just the two just, of just us. The two of so us. So I can put you through your but pieces. Lynn is, Lynn is sort of hoping to go in the um, Fastnet race. Yeah, nothing to do with the internet, it turns out, which no. I was a little slight surprised it's about. A, I thought it was like, yeah, I thought it was like super fast the, broadband. They still do the fast net. Well, that's interesting because they didn't do the fast net this year due to Corona. coronavirus. Um, and the plans are to do the fast net next year, Ooh. but with a difference. What? Because it will no longer finish in Plymouth. Oh. It will finish in Cherbourg or somewhere in France. Oh. Because oh, Sherbrooke's lovely. I might be making that up, but it's definitely somewhere in France that's finishing. And that will be the case for the foreseeable future because in Plymouth... Where did Plymouth, it finish before? Plymouth. But, but where it finished before doesn't have the capacity for the crowds and and the popularity of the... <gasps> Just think, if I, buy, if I buy the flying fish on eBay... Um, You're not... <gasps> we could do buying that! Buying the fish... <laughs> But this is, it's interesting actually, because I remember watching this, and this was in 1985, and I think it was just a few years before when there was the Fastnet disaster, when lots of people drowned in boats, sunk, and so on. So I was, I remember watching this, and I'm talking about entering the Fastnet and thinking, but that's really, really dangerous. That's such a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Well, sailing. Well, every every sport is is dangerous. I've heard of someone that got killed playing golf. Admittedly, he got hit by the golf ball. But um, every everything could be sort of sort of construed as dangerous. Yeah, you can swallow a tiddlywink and choke yeah, to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get a tail stuck dyslexic. up your nose. <laughs> no, you never know what happens. No, so but. Hmm. It's a shame. I, I, yeah. I mean, I suppose with the what, how does the coronavirus affect the bloody boats? Because uh, well, well I suppose, how can you socially distance on a boat? Well, I suppose they could be in the bubble. Well, they'd have to be. That would be the only way it would yeah. work. Is that if if the testants? That's not the right expression. Sailors. The sailors. <laughs> It's, it's not a big brother house where you've got so some vacuous wannabe reality What do you mean, did not get voted off the boat? <laughs> to get pushed off. <gasps> well, we, we were not going to do spoil, spoilers, sweetie. No. Spoilers. Sorry, with the fast step, because there is a, there is an episode with the fast net in it. It's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. You tell me about spoilers, and then you just rab it on about what you're talking about. I don't know. I haven't said the details. I've not said yeah, the details. But I, th- I think we can probably <gasps> hazard a, a rough guess. But, but presumably the the sailors would have to i self isolate together for yeah. like like you know great british bake off yeah well they did i mean look the kardashians were there surprise for, for her surprise 40th birthday she made all of all of the guests that went to the islands so they could feel normal for a, for the holiday uh to self isolate for two weeks yeah. just sure for a surprise have, holiday i'm sure it must have come as a, a massive, a massive surprise. surprise i know Go figure. 
yeah so how so how a reality star is like not really in tune with reality there anyway we digress because we're talking about gorgeous gorgeous yossi howard's way so the most exciting thing about this episode uh-huh the most thrilling thing what did you think was the most thrilling thing is that finally get to meet gerald <gasps> oh my gosh yes and um yes because now, so this is because we're on episode six, and Howard's Way is very, it starts off very yachty and goes very fashiony, and then, but it's also got lots of business. It's lots of business, 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 and lots of skullduggery with business and fax machines and BBC master computers uh, and what have you. Um, so this is the first business, business, business. So we're dropped into conversation, Charles, Charles Freer. Yes, he's, he's dropped into conversation. He's a property developer. Um, and basically, Gerald is there to have a conversation with Ken because Ken obviously has the chandlery and a little yeah. bit of the, the so, harbour. So there, there seems to be some sort of plan for a harbour development. development. Oh, I know. And Ken owns a crucial piece pa- of land. Of and now Ken, Ken's saying this is an opportunity because he doesn't want to sell. Because obviously he's got his fashion boutique that's setting up. Well, it was going to be a, a yachting supermarket, but now it's going to be fashion, sweetie. So we've moved from Costco to Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood, yeah. Someone is going to have like pensioners wandering around in Basques. Made a tweed, marvellous. Um, itchy though, wouldn't it? A tweed bath. Know, I don't know. It depends how the ribbon of the underskirt goes. Uh, so <laughs> if it's lined, it should be all right. <laughs> so we meet Gerald, and Gerald is very, very professional and everything. And um, so we see Polly again. Oh, we have, we've skipped over Polly because Polly actually looked really sensitive. I really quite like that because obviously, uh, yeah, so I think on a rewatch, and, I, I've and, begun to realise that that Polly. At least at this stage, it's quite human. Is yeah, she, and I she's love a little Polly. bit more sensitive. Polly's my spirit animal. Everyone's your spirit. Yeah. animal. Oh gosh, no, no. Avril's nice, but Bovril. Um, but no, I, I love. I, I think Polly. She's she, she's trying to make the best of situations and probably making the worst, but she's also landing on her feet at the same time most of the time. Um, and Polly is trying to relate to Abby. And in fairness, on this rewatch, she does try, although she does it badly, but she does try to engage Abby. Abby's obviously done a run and left. Abby's run away. Abby's run away. How's how's she engaging Abby? Well, no, but she tried to engage her early, but then in the previous episode, but basically told her she was frumpy and does nothing with her clothes or her hair and basically is pretty useless. And she was hoping that finishing school would, would make her someone she like a barbie but obviously if she, she met abby um so uh, basically uh i mean leo's quite concerned so, leo's so he a, goes he goes around and, and asks yeah holly yes in a lovely house know? a gorgeous house apparently it's uh well no it's on right move at the moment for sale the kitchen's horrible they have got a nice arga disgusting the kitchen it's got some really ugly pattern carpet so carpet they, in the kitchen no, not in the kitchen, but in other other the reception rooms. Because the actual, I was going to say that because that's, that's the actual unusual. staircase that was filmed, which we thought was a set, is actually the inside of the sh- inside of the actual house. It well, is where where Abby kicks over the over, over, the, over, over the umbrella, over the, the umbrella stand. Yeah, so that's actually that's actually that well, that's filmed all, inside. The it's house. actually filmed inside the house, um, or maybe they maybe they built the set to to 
no 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 that is it is it it is it is the set because but they don't what they don't show on the film is they've got an inglenook fireplace within the actual hallway but that that doesn't get filmed because they've obviously at a different angle um but it seems like they've kept the same carpets from the 1980s because they're like really patterned and swirly it's it's, it's, they don't have a price which is very disappointing well if you have to ask the price you shouldn't be in the shop I'd want to rip it out, or rip most of it. I'd like to keep the Arga because I love Argas. Um, so, so, but anyway, so we meet. So anyway, so Leo is is concerned, and Le- he is because because obviously Abby he's, was he's sniffing around. He received his scribbled, crayoned note. Yeah, had he got this note? And he was on the way to work to get the note um, because he went, he went. He went. He went to. He went to to to, to the Urquhart's house, Polly's house. To go and see her because yeah, that's right. because he because he was he was he was concerned because his dad has said that um that she came round yeah so he's, for him. he's gone round to see what she wanted um Polly's now obviously twig that she's left and has made up some story she's gone to friends got to friends for I don't know how long but also says I know you young people you only keep in contact so if she does get in contact with you before and please do let me know. Um, but she was really, I, I thought it was really sensible. And she was dressed really quite nicely. She wasn't like vampish or anything like that. She was like day wear. She very was, lovely. Yeah, she was wearing her concerned about my daughter yeah, outfit. Yeah, nice. It was very nice. So, um, and then that's when Leo goes back to the garage and finds the note and then phones his dad asking if she said anything, blah, 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 blah. blah and the conspiracy is going on there. But then further on in this episode, we see Polly and Gerald together. And they are quite having, having a, a drink in the having in the yacht lots club. of drinks and and he's seen and, he, and he's seen olives with um oh the little wooden spear things um, cocktail sticks, cocktail sticks. <laughs> <laughs> the little wooden I spear I don't need a large gin and tonic it's fine yeah. um, so, <laughs> so yeah so that's so they. You could tell there's something a little off kilter relationship, but there's a little bit because Polly's asking about what adventures he's getting up to and blah blah blah. And is uh, he spending all his time at the various boards that he he's yeah, a member of he three? Doing, like, he a member doing... of three boards. Mm. We, we learn. Yeah, Scrabble, backgammon, and chess. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so you can see there's there's something not so right with the relationship. Uh, well, not so straightforward as in like a sort of tom and jan um and, and yeah they have us i i guess they have an arrangement it, yeah i mean it, they have a strange conversation that indicates that there's something non-traditional yeah it's non-traditional i mean because ultimately this is a but we don't know what what that is we, and we're not going to spoil it oh for i am i'm going to spoil it now. oh jonathan i'm going to say it's lavender marriage yeah. Google it, um, and uh, and and Gerald makes this wild suggestion that maybe um, <laughs> maybe Polly would like to get a job, <laughs> and she says, "Earn a no, living, no, earn my own I, living." But I do need another drink. <laughs> I, I was, I, I love that scene. I really, really love that scene. That was really, really good. Um, and then we get a little bit of a sniff with Ke- a scene with uh, Ken and Jan. Where it comes up with the Devereaux. And well, well, let's just, let's just rewind a little bit back to Ken and Gerald. Uh-huh. And Gerald inadvertently they they're talking about Tom 
They're talking about the flying fish, and Gerald inadvertently lets slip about James Deverell. About James Deverell, um, not necessarily being the owner or the purchaser of the flying of fish. the flying fish. He's just and worked as a bit of a brokery thing. Well, that's not what well, he's done. Something. something well, well, that's not what Ger- Gerald says. Gerald just leaves it open, leaves it hanging. So. Ken obviously is like, ooh, question mark here. Yeah. And sets set Scooby Dawn onto the. So, uh, he apologizes to Dawn, which I'm glad he did because yeah. he was in he was in the wrong. I, I get I, I get the relationship. It's like a commodity and what have you relationship, but what he, he, he the, the physical act, physicality he, he did there I didn't yeah. like. But so, he apologizes. Well, he does it's in a true. half because he wants. He does something. because he wants something. And then so Dawn is set to work. We don't see, we see this all. It's not, we don't see any yeah. of this because it's all off screen. Yeah. So um, so we just hear about it in exposition. Yeah. So he he sends her down to Plymouth to go. Uh, is it Plymouth or somewhere? Some, some some firm somewhere where Dawn goes and gets the information. So basically, it comes apparent that Dawn has uh, sort of said that she worked for this this yacht firm or whatever, and, an engineering firm uh, which, that makes engines for boats, auxiliary engines to be precise. Yes, and she had worked there, and obviously she got in a conversation, and they obviously GDPR wasn't around in the nineteen eighty five, and they'd given her the purchase order or whatever. And it comes very apparent that James Devereux was working on behalf of Avril Rolf. Dun, dun, dun. And that is like so <gasps> Avril so Avril Rolf has bought the, the flying fish. fish. That's why it's not been left. And 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 obviously Tom it, it's it's been hinted at in a, in a couple of the episodes. And and the conversation happens again. Well, there's a bit of a salacious scene with um Avril reclining on a, on on a blanket, having a picnic, yeah, so gl- they, drinking red wine. They, they wander off down the Hamble. The Hamble. So and, have, have, um, a, have, have a, a have, have a, a picnic. romantic they picnic. Send, they send Davy out to get sandwiches and beer, which I thought was a bit a bit of a liberty. Should have sent really. <laughs> well, they could have gone themselves, the lazy pair. Oh, man, they man. could have gone to the garage and got. Up Ginster's pasty. Ginster pasties in the Otis. <gasps> How lovely. I think they did, didn't they? I don't know. I know Greg's did pass. Greg's was around because that was always a treat for Yeah, me. but you didn't get Greg's pasties in the petrol station. You got Ginster's. No, Ginster's. Ginster's. I have no idea. I never had one. You never had a Ginster's. Ginster's pasty. Why should I? Well, it's a rite of passage. Gingster's everyone, pasty. everyone has to have have a petrol Gingster. station pasty at some. I think I've had a petrol station sausage roll. That well, then that's that, that would be the, <laughs> that would be more or less the same the same thing. I much prefer a wagon wheel, but that was yeah. when wagon wheels were big. But the size to... of a wagon wheel rather than a rather than an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> so anyway, it becomes very so. Ken, Ken, but did 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 wagon wheels get? get small or did you just get no big? wagon wheels got small because you know, I, 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 I used i was like organized activity boys and on tuesdays and thursdays we went to the swimming pool 
And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I used to have the minestrone soup and a wagon wheel. And the wagon wheel was huge because it came out the vending machine and it was huge. Yeah. It was one of these... The one- ground shook when it fell yeah, out it did. the vending it like, machine. It, it, it was like ba- the set of bananas that whipped the wagon wheel up and shoved it into a, into a vending machine. Now, they're the Where size... did you watch Bonanza? There's a reruns. I always there was bugger all on. We only had three channels, didn't we? And we only watched the reruns. I can't imagine you watching Bonanza. I much prefer Bonanza to High Chaparral. High Chaparral, yeah. Although I did the... like the Little House on the Prairie a little bit. Did you? Although when when they became when she became blind, that the sister became blind, that got very annoying. Yeah. But the very last episode was great when they blew up the town. I loved that episode. That was a, such a surprise. What they blew up the town? They blew up that entire town on, on the Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. It's I great. could I, it's like, like, explode, explode yes. him. I watched the the drama of the real story, and that's very that's, that's very horrendous. Different. They all buggered off back west, didn't they? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> oh, back, no, back east. east. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, this is they, shit. Yeah, they, 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 they went out west, built a cabin, had a miserable time, and went home again. Yes, it's, it's like a wet weekend in Bogner. Uh, so... I like Bogner. Bogner was actually. I went to Bogner Butlins. That was shit. I went to Bogner Butlins as well. But the, the the front's really really pretty. They've got some really nice houses. Apparently, Fergie's parents, you know, Princess. Well, no, it wasn't on the princess. She was Duchess Duchess Fergie, married to Andrew, who we don't talk about anymore. Uh, well, her parents were from Bogner. Her parents had a house in Bogner on the front. Yeah. Wow. Well, she they didn't she didn't come from a stately home, did she? So just like a nice detached on the front. In Bogner. <laughs> Probably had an Arga though. Um so, anyway, we seem to have really gone here, there, and everywhere this episode. Well, so, that's because of the gin <laughs> that you've been. It's only a double gin. We don't, you, we don't normally have gin. Sorry, when we do sorry, podcasts, and we I'm, won't be doing it again. I am on day three of being on a Zoom conference, um, which uh, I would have thought on a Saturday they would have ended it a little early, but no, it went on till five thirty from nine o'clock, and it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah. And and dear listener, um, we discovered today that tomorrow, Jonathan. Is required to break a piece of wood with a karate chop. Yeah, it's one of those conferences, and they said, "Oh, you can I be- can't wait." Yeah, so apparently we've got this really, really high, high energy, motivational person oh, who's Lord. actually doing everything online from Prague. From Prague, I know. It's from South Africa. Well, he's, he's a black South African. He's a, like a big NLP person. And he lives in Prague with his family. And he's doing it by the webinar, well, by Zoom. And, and he's saying, well, you just put this... We, we got sent this box. And in this box, we had the training manual that we've not even looked at because we've just been looking at slides. videos, slides. And it's not power, It's not quite a power. It's a part of it. It's actually quite good. But anyway, we've got this, this plank of wood. And we're meant to put it between two dining chairs. And I thought, no. no we're not doing that with the, our... No, our, we've got designer, designer furniture. We've got, our designer we, diner dining chairs. We've got a Terence Conrad table. I'm not having splinters going into that because it's a glass top and it costs a fortune. And I've got uh, and I've got Eames, Eames Perspex chairs. There's no way I'm going to be shut going Karate Kid version on that. Yeah. Wipe on, wipe John, off. Jonathan Macchio. <laughs> Jonathan Macchio, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So, or Miss Picky, whatever. Uh, yeah, that, that plank of wood's going in the wheelie bin. <laughs> so, so anyway, so or we that, might use it to mend the back door. No, 
there's nothing wrong with that dog. We could, you? You, could, you, you could annoy the cat and fill the cat flap in with it. So. Board up the cat flap. <laughs> Board up the cat flap. <laughs> That'll yeah. upset Evie. I'm sorry, but that, that is the world's most expensive cat flap. We're not boarding it up. <laughs> Evie loves it. We've got a lovely little tabby cat. Anyway, we've diverse. So, <laughs> again, so, so it becomes. So, so Ken has sent Dawn on to a fact finding mission at the solicitor. Dawn, Dawn She's fed come back, back with the devastating news. news that Avril Rolf has bought it. Yes. And then Ken actually announces this to Jan. Jan looks all shocked. Um, and. Well, Ken, Ken, in his uh, his most manipulative Bravo, and Ken. narcissistic he he just kind of wheedles it into the conversation i mean the, the good very, thing is very deliberately in order to create marital disharmony, disharmony. between jan and tom yeah which which which, in fairness, you, I, can, I, I can forgive that. That's fine. Oh, um, what do you mean you can forgive it? I can, I can, no, I can forgive that. unforgivable. No, it's not. Well, sorry, sorry. So, bullying physically a woman uh, or a, a, anyone, that's not acceptable. But manipulating but a woman yeah, into end her marriage. What, what do you... Yeah. So, you, you, you have to... You use everything available. I mean, obviously, well. it's, it's a little bit grenade-like into the relationship front. Um, but especially as... Jan and Tom were getting on really well. But I don't understand why Avril didn't actually tell Tom that actually I bought the boats, you can use it as much as you like, blah, 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 or you can well, buy it back you know, off they do, me. They do say you should never mix business and pleasure. Yeah, well, I know that, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to know. No. I well, you do to... know. So my, my ex, we had a business together. That, that, that was a bit tragic. But hey, we paid the mortgage off. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, any, <laughs> anyway the, the, for me, the best, the best bit of this episode, we've not even touched uh, on. What, what's the best bit of the episode the for you? The best bit of this episode for me is Abby turning up. Oh my God! Yes, un- unannounced. <laughs> I want to be social, a social worker. The social services. Look, saying, I've got a range of brown cardigans yeah, and saying, brown slacks. I I want you to give me a job as a social worker, and she's not chucked out on her ear. She's actually given. Give her a time a, a, of day. An interview. Even though she, she does, has no she, qualifications. Even though she, she's been to finishing school, she's got some very good grades. She's, in fact, she's, her academic record is greater than you would normally expect a social worker to think. <laughs> I mean, really? Really? I mean, honestly. Social workers like to have a degree in... Well, they do, they, 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 they do in now. They do, they do now. They actually, back in the mid-80s, they didn't require a degree, but there was a specific... Um, qualification, qualification um, for for social workers, and that just seems to be uh, so, so she, she, you know, Abby Abby rocks up at the social service. This really bad nineteen seventies concrete concrete box thing yeah. with windows, um, dressed in the clothes that the charity shop didn't want. Yes, and then she goes, "What like a job?" And then the social worker is like, "Okay, then." Is, is like, it looks like she's filling in a register, and then diverts her attention to get, to go to a pencil sharpener on the other side of the office. That yeah. was a bit stupid. I mean, yeah, she's trying to find something to do. That was a bit. That was, was a bit. It daft. was like really, really pausey and everything. And so I like a job, and I said, "Oh well, yes, yeah, well, I went to finish school. Blah, 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 blah. That's all very, very lovely." And and then, well, do you have an allowance? Do you have your own private means? I was like, "Did so, not social workers not get paid?" But then again, do not social workers get get 
sort of trained and you just think what which means social workers have to have some sort of well, we trainer. know that because our friend is head of really? social services. In really? really? Social workers. <laughs> Cheryl, if you're listening. Re- require thank qualifications you. <laughs> and, and specific training. In the... Yes, they do. Mm. It's not... Well, who, <laughs> who knew you that? So, anyway. So Can you she, imagine? So she, she, it becomes apparent that she's landed a job in social services. Just like that. Just like that. Who knew? That's fabulous. Well, it was the 80s, wasn't it? It's just like, well. That was bonkers. That was bonkers. That was a bit of bonkers. I mean, that was obviously written by someone that had no touch of reality. Yeah. I mean, know it's Howard's way. It's a little bit escapism and yeah. stuff. But you, but, though, you, but so you would there, think... There has got some sensibility. You have to do some some semblance <laughs> of research. Oh, I mean, fair enough if she had rocked up at the local takeaway. I mean, that so... would have had... That, surely when that was shown in, in 1985, that would have had social workers spitting well, out their gypsy creams at the I think, but I think in a couple of us side we see her working on an adventure playground with some rough ragamuffin children what, rough kids from the estate yeah that she has absolutely nothing whatsoever in common with <laughs> as as indeed neither is her boss <laughs> just like children I've seen a documentary about them once yeah. Yeah, was that set just, up a documentary yeah. marvellous just, <laughs> just wearing slacks does not qualify you to be a social worker brown slacks brown poly cotton slacks you never know uh, so, but so that was that was a little bit bonkers. Um, then we have we haven't got to the scene. Well, there's another scene with Lynn and Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where Giles is is take. take Shall we call him Phil? Phil. His name is Phil. In no, let's story. not. Let's call him Giles. Yeah. I, I prefer that. He's more Phil of a Giles. Giles. He, actually, he he is more of a Giles He's than more a Phil. Of a Giles really, than isn't Phil, he? Yeah. Uh, but Phil's it, a bit common. In fairness, he is devastatingly attractive, and he is. And in fairness, if I was Lynn, I would have slept with him. So. Um, but anyway, oh, you sleep with anyone? No, well, it was my goodness! Uh, hurrah! Especially quirky ones. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Lynn, they're having a nice picnic. We're having red wine out of beakers. Ooh, I didn't like that. Well, it's on a boat. You have yeah. to, you have I, to lower your standards if you're on a boat. They go to the needles. It was, yeah, it was near the needles. That looked very it? attractive. Uh, it did. That, I mean, that's that made me like, ooh, I'm just yeah. like, Sort of like, and Lynn is wearing her bathing suit, and she's she's practically got her legs wrapped around Phil's, the Kimbo. Phil's neck. Well, she's she's reclining, they're having a picnic. She's chomping on a tomato um, after, so, and he's wolfing down a chicken's leg. Queen, yeah. uh, so, a drumstick, and then he he makes a move for her by stroking her leg, and she's like, "No, no, I want to sail." It's like blah 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 blah. Bit of dialogue. In the end, she just dives elegantly off the boat, which and I then, thought was bravo. Yeah. Well done, Lynn. I, I, then I thought I was thinking, what is she going to swim all the way back to Taran? Then two it stu- turns out that there's another the, boat. There's, there's two sturdy ladies in a in a Ken Masters special Ken Masters special speedboat thing and, and drop a tin foil blanket round her. Yeah, and then we, so we don't see her for the rest. Of, well, we see her. Do we, we don't see her. We he, we know that she's, she's having a bath. She's having a bath because Le- Leo comes in. The episode the episode ends with Leo having a conflab with Tom, and they're really Tom. Well, saw, well saw, Leo saw, sits on a. I don't. I'm not really sure what what Leo did, but he sat on something that he shouldn't have. He, he sat lent on. against something, which and then which Tom reacts Tom. very angrily, angrily and then regrets and then regrets it and apologizes, and then Jan comes in. And uh, Leo gives her a kiss on the lips. I think maybe the stage, the blocking of that one, that didn't last very long. What, what's okay? So what's what's wrong with a son giving his mother a kiss on the lips? Uh, I take it 
You never kissed your mother on the no. lips. I kissed my mother. <laughs> yeah. on, in, in fact, in fact, <laughs> pretty, quirky. In, pretty much all of my female relatives, all of my aunties, at some point or other, I would have kissed them on the lips. Really? Oh no! Oh no! Be ki- 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 kiss on the cheek. That's it. Sorry, you're, we're not French. Mwah. Mwah. You probably well, like, French do it you three times now. Ear kiss know. from a from two meters away now. Yes, yeah, mama. <laughs> I said a moi and texted. I'm sorry, it. but I think that's all nonsense about not parents kiss, anyway, not kissing. I, I, the I, I, I felt that was a little bit awkward, but that was fine. That's not a problem. Anyway, the well, whole... it was awkward because she was so angry. It was such an angry. So, would you like a drink? Yes, I'd need one. She was so angry. She was very angry, and then very she said, angry. "Well, you, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. Why did me. you lie to me, Tom? Why did you, you lie. lie to me?" And, was, and then it's just like Avril's bought the flying fish. Or something to that words to that effect, um, and Tom looks shocked, and that's when it ends, and we have the the big breasted lady at the end of the episode. You mean the mermaid? The mermaid is it? A mermaid? It's just a bust, literally a bust. Yeah, but it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's the mermaid yard, so it's a mermaid. The clues right. in the in the yeah. name really, yeah, so. there's a clue there. But this episode it was really really good. I well, love a lot we, of things. At last episode six, we've met Gerald. We've it got was full of plot. Lots and lots of plot. Plot. Also, we forgot as well, Jack's asked Kate out on a date. Oh, yes. Uh, even though Kate has promised him not to have any drinks, but he's having another drink. And when Leo goes round to Avril's, he stares like stalker-like into the window. We didn't mention that. That was so well. well you mean that Jack spies on, on, Avril. on Avril when she's with Leo, cuddled up against him, choosing Ch- colours for her. Which will go well her, with the curtains. Yeah. Yeah, it, and the it, other thing we haven't mentioned is that that Ken Masters has a telescope in his living room that seems to be trained at the neighbor's bedroom window. Yeah, which has, has, has strangely has the same backdrop as uh, <laughs> as Tom and Tom and Jan has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we yeah. we look at that. Although, they only they only had one diorama at um, Pebble Mill. So we've <laughs> we've also got to talk about. Ken Masters' apartment, uh, sort of the artwork. He's got some very graphic prints. It's just... When you say graphic, well, you know it's you know, graphic design prints. Yeah. Of... No, not not graphically sexual, oh, which no. is what I would have. I would have. I, I really, wouldn't have been surprised. At, if, really. In fairness, I really like Ken Masters. Well, we think we've established that you really. No, like I like Ken his apartment. I, I really like like the apartment. You, you just want his life. And I, yeah, I don't want Dawn lurking around. No, you, you want doing someone her more, nails you on want that someone leather sofa. Quirkier. The Italian leather sofa. She's doing it. She's polishing. She's painting the nails. I'm like, <laughs> no, you'd be, Yeah, you'd be hovering. Off the shag pile. You, you'd be hovering with Onto a newspaper. <laughs> you'd be hovering with a newspaper, wouldn't you? <laughs> Batting her off. No, I meant no. I don't want. <laughs> but this episode, I loved. It was fabulous. It was really, really good fun. Um, I, I, I loved that. I, I love Lynn. Um, I think Lynn's fabulous. She's like really girl power before the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Leo's still a bit of a drip. Oh, we didn't mention as well. Oh, sorry. We probably missed lots of it because we're gin, gin adult at the moment. Well, only one gin. It's a large one. Um, and we, we have a little bit of like social conscience with the drink driving. Yeah, where so you've got Jack, Jack gets a ticking off from a policeman. From a police officer. And the, the Jack... Um, uh, so we have a little bit of backstory that Jack was arrested or or held in and the had cells. Had a night in the cells. Had a night in the cells and had to pay a fine for being drunk and disorderly a couple of years back. 
Um, so it looks like he has. He's gone through. He's, he's gone through the mill a little bit, or he's he's got a little bit of a a drink problem. Or he doesn't have a problem. He just has lots of it. Um, and then yeah, it becomes no problem. Uh, and then the policeman gives uh, gives him a little lecture of drink driving, which makes him make sober him up a little bit because apparently the police officer uh, that Jack knows the police officer's father, who's also a busy and also, a busy a busy. That's what they call him. Um and uh, wow, it's like like living with one of the kids from the precinct. Yeah, strange. I'll open that two bottle of, that, that, that two liter bottle of uh, white light insider and get that Mad Dog twenty twenty out soon. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a little bit of social conscience that the police officer said that his nephew or yeah nephew had died in a car wreck, and there was some sort of nonsense about a pedigree dog that escaped and got run over. On the same no, it time. didn't get run over. Did it get run? Well, over? we don't know. We don't know if Jack's car actually killed this pedigree dog, which cost a fortune. Yeah. But the the main thing is that the policeman's nephew got hit by a car that was driven by a drunk driver. A drunk driver. Yeah. So, so there's a little bit of social conscience, which hopefully makes up for the lack of social services just employing some sort of. Some randomer that wandered in. Have an allowance or private means, but you've been to finishing school. Okay, we've got a couple of vacancies, and here's some ragamuffin children for you to look after. Because that that was before we had, um, you know, the the sort of police records checks. And, oh, Jimmy and Savile like. was doing clunk clicks still, wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> yes, yes, he was. He was also doing the the, the age of the train as well. What? The train, British Rail adverts. Was he? Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh, is that was that the ones like what well, we're getting there? But they never no, the, did. There was the age of the train. Don't remember. With that. a song. What was it? This is the age of the train. Oh. This is the age. Nope. Of the train. It's not regiment. It's Charlie's thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dear listeners, we have rabbited on. I do apologise, but we did actually have. <laughs> we we've apologize. had a really good time doing this. We've had a very reminiscent. Yeah. You won't have a very. You won't have had a very good time. You listening love it. To love it. it. Love it. Love it. Um, if you want to follow us on any social media platforms, we're at Antique Dust. Please follow and subscribe. If you listen to it on iTunes, please give five stars and just say how fabulous you, we think you are, because that goes up the rankings or does some such nonsense. I, I um, liked. I always liked five star. I didn't. Well, when they did a reboot, they sort of they all looked a little bit like their faces. It was a bit like Nigella's face now. Did you see her on, on the kitchen thing, kitchen show today, where she's advertising some book coming out for Christmas, and her face doesn't move. Oh, well, it does. Well, she opens her mouth and says things, but it's it's quite okay. static. Right. <laughs> so. yeah, I, admit, I always thought five star. They did. They did sort of look a bit plastic. Yeah. I can't like, remember any of their like songs. They looked like Autons from Doctor Who. Yeah, they all went a bit downhill because the, the dad the dad managed them, a bit like the Jacksons, spent all the money on one big house where they all lived together, put a studio in. And that's, a, that's the worst thing apparently any recording artist can do is have their own studio because they've spent an absolute fortune on it. And unless they're going to make like, like Paul McCartney and just cobble something together in lockdown... Yeah, sort of. You're gonna lose all your money. But Paul McCartney cobbled something together. And yeah, he's got uh, sort of album three. The, I think he's named it album three because he's, he's done, he's done two. three albums in lockdown. No, he's he's done albums which are one, two, and three, 
Um, and he's done them like solo albums where he does everything. You know, he writes a theme tune, sings a theme tune, plays all the instruments. Plays all the instruments. He's got a triangle. Programs the. He's got a kazoo, pro- apparently. Uh, so. Programs the Atari. <laughs> the B- no, it's probably the BBC. <laughs> the BBC master. We'll have tomorrow as well. Anyway, we're wittering. We'll follow us on all social media platforms. Please like us. Please subscribe. Please It'll like be us. really, really handy Please for our like rankings. Us. We're not we're not not getting as desperate to set up a Patreon account, but we are loving how it's went. We hope you do too. Yeah, because we, we have no expectation of anyone actually paying us any money to listen to us <laughs> witter on nonsense. But it's fabulous all the same. So in the meantime, enjoy the episode. We will see you this time next week. And uh, so long from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me. Rob. Bye bye. Bye. Listening to the Howard's Way podcast from Antique Dust.